0: This edition of the Generations Radio Program originally aired in 2021. For additional shows on hundreds of topics, search our archives at generations.org.
1: Welcome, my friends, to the Generations broadcast. Kevin Swanson, your host with you. I'm a homeschool father of five and we've been raising our kids out here in the eastern plains of Colorado for nine to 26 years. Bill Jack from Worldview Academy in studio with us now as we chronicle the rise and the fall of the Republic of the United States of America as we Chronicle the rise and fall of Western civilization. We are broadcasting this over a period of some 18 years, and these have been some of the most interesting years over the last 2,000 years of world history. Why? Because, well, Western civilization is collapsing, and we're seeing tremendous transitions happening in our nations. In fact, America being the most powerful nation in the world, uh, still commanding a lead over a good percentage of the gross world product, but neck and neck with China at this point. China having increased from about one-fifteenth of the size of America's GDP to about the same size over the last 30 years or so. So here we are now watching America collapse, watching the republic disintegrate before our eyes. And the President of the United States gives us an interesting speech last Wednesday, and I think it's worthy of some consideration. We spent a fair amount of time summarizing that speech, which could very well be one of his last speeches as President of the United States before he sinks into a state of ignominy. So I want to interact with the President's speech from last Wednesday one more time, Bill, especially with this anti-establishmentarianism and his concern with the media. Now, we summarized his speech in a previous program, but we didn't really critique it, per se, and I want to focus in on this question of the establishment, and we haven't talked about this very much. I know there are pundits, there are talk show hosts that interact with the question of the establishment. Rush Limbaugh has gone after the establishment for most of his career, which I'm guessing has spanned something like 40 years. The guy's been in front of the golden microphone in the EIB network for Nine to 40 years. And so I I want to, as a a Christian, take a look at the establishment. And what is this establishment? We have to be cautious that we don't just throw words around, but that we define what the establishment is all about. There does seem to be something of a uniform political position in Washington, D.C., which happens to be the most powerful city in the world still. And I think there is a uniform political position, Bill. Where you're allowed to move 1% this way, 1% that way, but you can't veer very much from the establishment agenda. And that's what the president of the United States, Donald Trump, did over four years. I think he veered a bit more than 1% this way or that way. I think he might have veered more like 3 to 4%. No, I think it was a bit more He than He went beyond the limits. Yeah. And this irritated the establishment. So what is the establishment? What are the non-negotiables for the establishment that seems to be in control and seems to be setting the nation on a trajectory? And I would say that what is taken for granted and what is assumed by the establishment is that government is God. And the Capitol building is sacred and that we are not subject to almighty God for his laws. And I think that's basic. That's central. That's the kings of the earth setting themselves against the Lord and against his anointed saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast their cords from it. Meaning that let's break away from his rule. Let's not submit ourselves to his laws and let's self-consciously all agree that the source of law is the democracy. It is the vote of the people, and effectively, whatever we decide the vote of the people will be. And we will be the source of law, and
0: God is not the source of law. Bill, I think that's the very core of political humanism. What What you're talking about is they're raising up another tower of Babel.
1: Yeah, go to. Let us make a tower. Yeah. Let us make a name for ourselves. Let us be God.
0: Right and and i'm reminded of ephesians 6:12 for we our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the powers against the world forces of this darkness against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places and and we need to understand that that yes we are opposed philosophically to certain people but we ultimately need to recognize that this is a spiritual battle that's right it is not a physical battle. That's right. It mm-hmm. may erupt into physical conflict at times, as you see in wars among nations. But this is, we, need, we as Christians, we understand, we, we can pull back and go, ah, I see what's happening here. These people are being used to further wickedness. Yes, we oppose them. We oppose their policies. But we have, we have compassion on them as individuals. And there is a difference there from the other side. The other side views you and views me as their enemies, as their mortal enemies that need to be crushed, need to be silenced. And we don't believe in censorship. You and I don't believe in censorship. You know what we believe in? We don't want to suppress. We don't want to suppress the other side. You know what we don't want to do? We are on a search and destroy mission. We want to destroy arguments raised up against the knowledge of God, not people, but arguments raised up against the knowledge of God. I'm on a search and destroy mission. I don't want to suppress the other side. I want to shed light on their wicked ideas.
1: Good distinction. But I want to get back to establishment. What is the establishment? One of the non-negotiables for establishment, friends, it is the worldview that says government is God or man is God, man institutionalized as God, man as the corporate man, the The corporeal man, the man who comes together and says, we, the people, are the source of law. This is the non-negotiable. This is those that will not submit themselves to the laws of Almighty God, and this is a pride. This is an ultimate arrogance that uh, shakes its fist against God's laws and against the God of the Bible, Almighty God, who gives us his laws, and asserts. That man is God and government is God. And, of course, growth in government is always a must for the Democrats and Republicans that make up this establishment. So the establishment, the non-negotiables for the establishment is government is God. And growth of government is always a must. There must be power. There must be more power and always more power. This is what the establishment believes in. And the overall take of governments per the gross domestic product must increase from 1900 to 2020, and it must continue to increase. And it did, even in the last four years. Absolutely. The last four years represented another massive increase of government power. And of course, internationalism, I think, is basic. It's always assumed, Bill, that man wants to set himself against God and against his anointed, and if he can gain even more power by centralizing more power, not just in Washington, D.C., but amongst the nations of the earth, there seems to be something of an impulse towards internationalism versus a decentralizing influence. Again, so, it's the Tower of Babel. It's the Tower of Babel. One more time. You got it. And three sacraments as well. Non-negotiables for the establishment. Always, always three sacraments and here they are. Evolution in the public schools. Humanism in the public school. That's basic. It's all evolution. It's all humanism. Absolutely. Feminism. Absolutely. And homosexuality. The destruction of gender, the destruction of sexuality and the destruction of any concept of God. In terms of origins, these are the three sacraments of this religion. These are the three sacraments that are non-negotiable for the establishment. Absolutely. There must be evolution of public schools. There must be a promotion of feminism and homosexuality. There must never be anybody who would ever dissent, ever dissent on these three sacraments. Otherwise, they will be excommunicated, exiled, or just plain exed. And of course, there must be... Opposition to Christ as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That's basic for the establishment in Washington, D.C. Be back with more in just a moment on The Generations Broadcast. We've seen it, folks. God is working in the hearts of dads and sons, and He's turning the hearts, turning the hearts of fathers back to the sons and the hearts of sons back to the fathers and turning us all back to God. That's what we're looking for. And that's the theme of the Father-Son Retreat we've been sponsoring out here in the mountains of Colorado for the last 20 years. And I've been part of this for all this time. Now, God has done amazing things through the years. Uh, Well, I've seen it. 350 dads and sons getting into God's Word together. Nothing like it. Camaraderie, brothers on brothers. It's a band of brothers coming together. Powerful talks, prayer, Father-son walks and talks, meaningful engagement. It's almost going without saying that dads and sons don't get enough time together. And hey, we don't get enough time out in God's nature, playing games and going for hikes and God's fresh air, and we don't get quite enough time in God's Word either. So don't miss this year's Father-Son Retreats this August in the Colorado Rockies up in the Sangre de Cristo Mountains. Check it out at coloradafatherson.com and register today and be one of the first 125 people to sign up and save $100 per father and son. Secure your spot with the biggest discount available right now at ColoradoFatherSon.com. And we are back on The Generations Broadcast. This is Kevin Swanson, Bill Jack from Worldview Academy, also with me today. And friends, talking about establishment, not just the establishment in Washington, D.C., the establishment in Congress, friends, it's not just political leaders that make up the zeitgeist that lead the entire world these days. Of course, it's the social media giants and the mainstream media more powerful than Congress. And the president of the United States, Bill, I think an argument can be made that the social media giants, the MSM, are basically puppet masters for the Congress and for the president of the United States. They will go the direction that they have been directed to go by the social media giants, and the MSM. And case in point, the president of the United States lost a voice to the nation. By the removal from Twitter and Facebook just last week, who's in charge here, Bill? Do you yeah. know who's in charge now? It's not the president. It's not Congress. Oh, no. The media is
0: in charge. I'd say it's, it's corporations. Oh, yeah. I'd say it's, it's not just the media. It's the, it's the corporations who own the media. And then you have a handful of people who are unelected who are now dictating what the individual American can hear can they are filtering the information to us and when you control information you control people well i just
1: did a search on statistica.com and because i wanted to know you know as people say well the mainstream media is in control and the mainstream media the liberal press has the ear of most of americans so i just did a statistical analysis i've never seen this done so i uh, did it myself uh and there is a fair amount of data available to do the data crunch on who's listening to what in terms of mainstream media and the social media giants. So here we go. The share of consumers who have used selected online news brands to access news in the last week in the United States as of 2020. Fox News, I call moderate. Mainstream media, I call liberal. And The Blaze and a few of those other conservative outlets, I would call conservative. Now, the liberal mainstream media, that is all the liberal sources, MSNBC, CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, etc., 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 cetera, cetera, Huffington Post, etc., etc., of the online market, get this, the liberal MSN collects 86% of Americans on any given day. Fox News gets 7.8% and conservatives get 6%. Now, that's only 55% of the news market online, okay? The other 45% of the market picks up their news by television, Of the 55% of the market that gets their news online, 86% gets it from liberal mainstream media sources, 7.8% from Fox News, and 6% from conservative news outlets like The Blaze and a few other small groups. Now, in terms of television, about 1.8% of television viewing audience, in terms of the adults, get their news from Fox News. Now, I know that sounds like just a teeny weeny little bit, and it's true, it's just a little bit. Now, some people say, yeah, but Fox News sometimes heads up the pack. Well, that's only because Fox News is the only conservative, quote unquote, conservative outlet. But 98.2% of American adults are still getting their television news from the mainstream media. 1.8% of television viewing audience, that is about three and a half million right now, are getting their news from Fox News. The other 98.2%. Of those watching television news, get it from the mainstream media. Now, if you combine TV news with online news, uh, that means that the mainstream liberal media picks up 91.5% of American news listeners, 91.5% of Americans are controlled By the mainstream media liberal news outlets, 5.1% get their news from Fox, and I would call that the moderate news source, and only 3.3% get their news from any conservative source like The Blaze. Now, in terms of social media, here's how it works. 98% of Americans get their social media news from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit. The other 2% are signed up with Gab, Mewe, and Parler. And by the way, Parler's, Parler's been, been on ice for a few days because yeah. uh, I think it's Facebook that kicked them off, or was it, it might have been Google, I can't remember. It was who. Google. Well, Head friends, um, all of these sources, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, they've persecuted Christians, they've stood on uh, against uh, God's word, they've stood against those who have stood on God's word, When it comes to matters relating to sexuality, between 92% and 98% of media is controlled by people who are in favor of persecuting Chick-fil-A, the D. James Kennedy Association, Generations, you name it. Uh, Even Senator Kevin Lundberg has a little conservative group here in the state of Colorado. He was uh, knocked off of Facebook or one of the… mainstream media social media outlets uh, just over the last week or two i'm just saying just about every one of my conservative friends has been somewhat persecuted by these mainstream social media outlets and friends uh, fox news has been something of a wild card fox news again you're looking at fox news it's captured five percent of the american listening audience whereas mainstream media has got control of 92 percent of american news Fox News has about 5% of it, and the remainder of uh, 3.3% are getting their news from conservative sources like The Blaze, as well as One American News, I think, and a few other outlets. Newsmax. Newsmax. But that's a 3%. So, so friends, 97, 98% of news is controlled by, well, the establishment. Fox News sold itself years ago on featuring women from... Uh, A fairly immodest point of view. This is a Guardian article came out a year or two ago. Listen to this. It's not often a TV channel can be credited with creating its own fashion look. But in the case of Fox News, fashion and style became critical to the broadcaster's brand. This is from uh, an article from The Guardian in the UK. The almost identical blow-dried hairstyles worn with short sheath dresses, stilettos by the channel's female anchors are also a key feature of a new film called Bombshell, a biographical film which opened in UK cinemas on Friday. The film's wardrobe plays a crucial role in conveying the themes with uh bombshells costume designer colleen atwood having watched tons of news footage to ensure accuracy this is a world where women bow to the male gaze atwood's recreation of the channel's wardrobe reveals an array of similarly dressed shaped dresses push-up bras control pants and heels according to juliet huddy an anchor who has worked on shows including fox and friends in the morning show the film's fashion is spot on They absolutely got our appearances down perfectly from the lip gloss to the clothing. Huddy says the executive understood the simple fact that TV is a visual medium and the viewer demographic was overwhelmingly male. Hence, amping up the attractiveness level of on-air female talent by making them look like they were walking off a catwalk into a studio glam but elegant. Courtney Friel, another former Fox News presenter and the author of Tonight at 10, says the t- network provided clothes as part of uh, her $5,000 annual wardrobe allowance. The Fox News woman is very put together. She's a professional, sexy, and borderline pageant girl, she says. And indeed, I think we all know this. Fox News presented itself this way. It was to attract the eyes of males. Because its audience was, as it says... Primarily male. Now, way back in 2012, eight years ago, Fox News led the way to endorse homosexual marriage. They have never been rooted in a biblical view on issues like traditional marriage or biblical marriage. Friends, we all know this. Shepard Smith, the host of the afternoon news show, way back. In fact, eventually, I think he became the prime news, primetime
0: news host. And then he was he left.
1: Yeah, he emerged as a vocal champion of same-sex marriage in 2012. Right. This was well before Obergefell. After President Obama's announcement in support of gay marriage, Smith looked into the camera and said that the Republican Party was on the wrong side of history on this issue. So, friends, you tell me. Who's, who's calling the shots? Who is it that's moving America and moving Republicans, moving the conservative audience towards a pro-homosexual anti-God agenda? You tell me, Bill, who's in charge here? Is it the mainstream media or mm-hmm. is it the Supreme Court of the United States and their Burgerfell ruling that came five years after Shep Smith looked into the camera and said, guys,
0: the Republican Party is on the wrong side of history on this one? Yeah. I mean, we see that the culture is upstream from court rulings, and the culture has left a biblical worldview a long time ago.
1: And Fox News left a biblical worldview a long time ago. And media leads. Make no mistake about it, my friends, Fox News is a wolf in sheep's clothing, and I think we all knew this. They don't tolerate principled conservatives, only rhinos. Todd Starnes was on ice in what, October of 2019? Glenn Beck? On ice in what? 2011. You know, he's been off Fox News for nine years now. Yeah. And that's the only reason you've got a tiny little bit of the conservative movement in media today. That's the only reason you have the blaze is because of guys like Glenn Beck who gets booted from Fox News some nine years ago.
0: And you've got uh, Governor Huckabee who's now left Fox News and has gone over to Newsmax. Uh, So you're seeing that... That there is a, uh, a winnowing of the conservatives out of Fox News. You still have Tucker Carlson, who who tends to be more conservative than others, and but there is the the liberal leaning to any organization that does not hold true to biblical biblical worldview. And it was twenty seventeen that Sean Hannity repented of saying homosexuality was wrong.
1: You know, he he went on air and just said, "Hey." I was all wrong for condemning the sin of homosexuality. So he repented of anything of a biblical perspective on homosexuality. And he has continued in the good graces of Fox News since then. Fox News is godless. Fox News is promoting a materialistic, naturalistic worldview. Even when it comes to issues like evolution, Bill, they have an entire category of news stories on evolution. Here, let me read a couple of them. Study alien planets could be better suited for life than Earth. Extremely old fossil reveals new details about the Earth. How the discovery of a 130 million year old fossilized skull is revealing new details about the Earth and the formation of continents and so on and so forth. This is Fox News, my friends. Pro evolution, pro feminist, pro homosexual sin for sure. And pro liberal policies in general. Are we up against a media education cabal? I think we are. I think we are. We're up against a media education cabal. That's what we're dealing with, friends. Conservatives are talking about breaking off from the Republican Party, but first you have to form your own media sources. Without your voting base employing a decent media with the right worldview, you'll never sustain a political party. And I think the Republicans know this, or the conservatives know this. The Republicans have been bamboozled and manipulated by the media, and they still are. But the real question is, how... Does this media cabal develop? How does such a conspiracy, such a uniform liberal agenda capture 92 to 98 percent of America, even though about 49 to 51 percent of Americans vote for Donald Trump? See, that's the question. Well, the answer is exactly the verse you touched on in Ephesians chapter six. I'm going to come back to that as we wrap up this program, my friends. What is it? Well, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principies, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual wickedness in high places. The bottom line with this is we're not up against Fox News and the producers of Fox News. We we aren't up against the 98% of the control of the social media outlets on the part of what? A handful of 12 CEOs or 12 corporate boards. It's not the corporate board. It's not the CEO. These men are being controlled by the demon world. These men are being controlled by Satan. These men are in the hands of Satan. I think people need to realize that these spiritual forces are real, Bill. They are real. Absolutely, we are up against principles, against powers. So what is the solution? Friends, the solution is prayer. You think we can come up against this, develop our own little tiny news source, and somehow overwhelm Fox News, CNN, NBC, ABC, CBS, MSNBC. (sighs) Huffington Post, it wears me out just to go through the list. Fox News, did I mention Facebook? Did I mention Twitter? Did I mention Instagram? Did I mention every online social media source that's kicked Christians off over the last 10 years? No, no, my friends, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principles, against powers. We are up against Satan on this one. You can bet that the powers of darkness know where the power centers lie. I mean, they're not stupid. Satan's not stupid. The demon world's not stupid. They're right there in the corporate boardrooms. You know they're right there with every CEO of every mainstream media outlet because these demons understand this is how you control the minds, the hearts, and the souls of a 100 million, make that 100 billion people around the world or 7 billion people around the world. So the only way, Bill, that we're going to make any progress, the only way that we can face down Pharaoh's armies, the only way we can face down the Midianites, is going to be by the true and living God.
0: Was it? Was it? It reminds me of uh, was it Daniel who prayed, and then then when the angel arrived, he he said, "I was I had I was kept from reaching you sooner." You know, wasn't it that? Yeah. And, and and if that was the case then, what is it now? There's
1: a fair amount of spiritual pushback in the spiritual realm. And pray through it, my friends. We are going to have to be men and women of faith. We are going to have to put on the whole armor of God. We are going to have to speak the truth in faith in every situation, in every calling that God brings us into. We need to be prepared to speak the truth and risk the consequences because we believe in God, because we are as Gideon's little army of 300 we are going up against a massive force and we're only going to achieve something of the victory with the uh, assistance of almighty God in the process. This will be a matter of faith. This will be a matter of prayer in whatever situation we find ourselves in, whatever calling God has brought us into. Let us engage in faith. Let us be courageous. Let us be very courageous. Let us continue on in prayer let us take the risks, speak the truth, and risk the consequences. And here's one more thing, Bill. we got to wean ourselves. we got to wean our family, our friends, our church members from the mainstream media. We have got to get out of Fox News. Get out of CNN. This is the first step, friends. Get the Generations app. Get the Worldview in five minutes on your phone. We bring a Christian worldview to you in the news on a daily basis by The Worldview in five minutes at theworldview.com. You can get the Generations app at our website, generations.org. And as we wrap up the program, remember, it's not just the media's fault. It's not just the devil's fault. The heart of this nation isn't right. This nation is drawn to lies. And increasingly, the millennial generation, the youth, are drawn to lies. So many of our young people grow up in conservative evangelical churches, and they just leave the faith. I've seen it. They embrace homosexuality and pornography and a socialist agenda and a Marxist agenda. They turn away from God and they, they turn to breaking God's law at every single point. They turn in rebellion against everything they've ever heard and they run into the arms of the devil. We've seen this. 45% of evangelical kids who still call themselves evangelical embrace homosexual marriage. We're not talking about the people who have walked away from evangelicalism. We're talking about people who still call themselves evangelicals. 45% of them. Embrace the neurotic agenda. It is a radical rebellion against God that's happening with our youth. It's a hatred of God and a rejection of his law and a rejection of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who came us to came to save us from breaking his law, to save us from our sins. And they've turned away. So many of our youth are turning away from Jesus. They're turning away from his law. They're turning away from his salvation. They're turning away from the gospel message they've heard in their churches. Man, prayer, I think, is the only thing that will salvage these young people at this point. We, we need to be in fervent prayer for our young people right now. We need the elderly to gather together. We need the previous generation to repent first, of course, and then pray without ceasing. Pray fervently for the, the rising generation. Because I don't think we're going to win this thing. I, I don't think we're going to see much of the millennial generation turn back to God unless there's revival, unless there are prayers for revival right now in churches across this country. And I think too many Christians and conservatives, Bill, don't want to be marginalized. They don't want to be persecuted. They don't want to be ostracized. They don't want to be criticized. They don't want to be castigated as right-wing Nazis or whatever if they stand for biblical principle. They would rather be a friend of the world than... To be a friend of God. They'd rather be an enemy of God.
0: Yeah, what does James Mm -hmm. say about that?
1: Yeah, that's where they are right now. Jesus said, a servant is not above his master. If they persecuted me, they're going to persecute you. But there are many Christians who just don't want to submit to that. They want to be above their master. They don't want to submit to the persecution that's going to come when they speak the truth. And the minute you are persecuted, you know, your fair weather friends are going to run for cover. And that happens. But we must be willing to risk our reputations, act in faith, speak in faith, And trust God to go before us. And you know he will get the victory for us in whatever situation, in whatever context we find ourselves in, whether it's political, whether it's ecclesiastical, whether it's in the church, whether it's in media, whether it's in the context of the university or the educational institutions or whatever it is, if we're going to engage the battle out there, and by the way, the most ferocious battles of all, engaged, in education and media. Those are the two most ferocious battles that will be fought in this generation. That's why the Generations Ministry is focused on those two areas. That's right. This is by far the most dangerous area in which we can possibly engage. Why? Because it's the area of ideas. We are engaged in the battle of ideas and we will see massive spiritual pushback in the process. Pray for us, please. Pray for us. As we engage these battles in media and in the educational realm, anybody who has the courage and the faith to engage the battle in education and media and politics, are, they're going to need a lot of prayer. And friends, they need to engage in massive faith and courage, trusting in God all the way. Get out of the boat, walk on water, and believe somehow God will preserve you in the heat of
0: the battle. I'd remind everybody again of James four, 4. You adulteresses, speaking of spiritual adultery, do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? Therefore, whoever chooses to be a friend of the world renders himself an enemy of God. And Bill, let me just close with this. It's for us to be Gideon.
1: It's for us to be Gideon. It's always for us to be Gideon. You say we're outnumbered. What, 97% of the mainstream media is against us? I don't know. Anywhere between 92 and 98%. That's that's the number we came to. Well, it's not the first time we've been outnumbered, my friends. not the first time we've been outnumbered. It's for us to be Gideon and the 300. And it is for God to get the victory for us. And then he gets all the glory. That's the way this works. That's the modus operandi of this kingdom. Friends, you've been listening to the Generations Radio Broadcast. You can interact with the program by emailing me directly at host at kevinswanson.com. This is Kevin Swanson and Bill Jack. And we invite you back again next time as we continue to lay down a vision for the next generation.